Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yes, and we're here to celebrate hockey. And Jez Myers joins us from the rink live on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Jess, it is extraordinary, whether it's War Road or Madison or Minneapolis, we find you at the rink live. It's more than just a slogan, the rink live, Steve. We, we are literally <laughs> at the rink live. Whenever you talk to me, I'm at a hockey rink somewhere, it seems like. And, uh, yeah. We're between periods, uh, Gophers and Penn State, second day in a row that, uh, well, I won't jinx it by using the S word, but I'll just say Justin Close has not allowed any goals so far. Is that okay? Yeah, Yeah, you you can say that. You you can say that in the building. I think that's okay. And uh, the Gophers playing pretty well right now, and, you know, uh, this, this really turns into pairwise season, doesn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, you can't help but scoreboard watch around the country. Uh, Gophers get a win last night against Penn State. They get a shutout. They, they are now 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10 games, which is I, – I don't want to say it's ho-hum or anything like that, but this is kind of what Bob Motko's teams do in the second half of the season. They, they flip a switch and they play very well. So they get a win last night, and then in addition to that, Quinnipiac, the defending national champions, they get upset by St. Lawrence last night. That allows Minnesota to leapfrog Quinnipiac into eighth place in the pairwise. And at this point in the season, you're starting to look at who's going to go where for the regional round, who's going to wear what color jersey, you know, home ice, all of that kind of stuff. It's, uh, it's a pretty interesting time of the year right now. Yeah, and uh, a lot more will get sorted out in the coming weeks. But uh, a good start, take care of business against Penn State, and then move on. Absolutely. And this is a Penn State team that has really never kind of gotten on track this season. They're, they're used to shooting 35 pucks, 40 pucks a game. They're used to having all this offense. And they've had that in spurts, but they haven't had the defense, they haven't had the goaltending this year that they've needed to, to stay in the race. So, interestingly enough, Steve, we might be looking at a playoff preview here. The way things are shaking out in the Big Ten, it's very likely that Penn State is probably going to come back here for the first round, which will be second weekend of March, uh, right around state tournament time. So, uh, you know, these teams kind of getting to know each other a little bit better right now, and we, we may see them again soon. Yeah, and really not a lot before the Big Ten playoffs. You've got Notre Dame on the road, then Michigan here. And a week off in between. And a week off in between, and that could be a vital time because we got some bad news today when we got to the ring. Cal Thomas, the sophomore defenseman out of Maple Grove, first time ever he's missing a game today. He got hurt with literally one minute left in last night's game. Got uh, looks like kind of a skate to that uh, critical area where you never want to get a skate. And he uh, skated off under his own power, but he's not playing today. So you have to wonder how long they're going to be without him because he's one of their better veteran defensemen. And you hate to see that, uh, especially late in the season now. Although, as they say, by this point in the season, nobody's fully healthy. Everybody's got some kind of bumps or bruises or something they're dealing with. So that's just uh, you know one of the challenges thrown their way right now. All right, Jess. Uh, 
next door at Ritter Arena, Minnesota St. Cloud State. Huskies, really quite a story in the WCHA this year in the women's game. They give Minnesota all they wanted. Golden Gophers win at 1-0. And, you know, I was in Madison last weekend. I saw this Huskies team take powerful Wisconsin to overtime. Now, talking to their coach, Brian Adolski, who's done great work with that St. Cloud State program, I said last week, I said, you've got to be pretty happy taking a team like Wisconsin to overtime. Kind of gave me that deep sigh, and he said, you know what, I've been in the game too long to believe in moral victories. To me, that was almost a good thing to say. It's like, we're not just happy to be here. We're out to win these games. Now, St. Cloud has proven in the last couple of weeks they can skate with anybody. They maybe don't quite have what's needed to get over that hump and get a win in either of these games. Gophers win 5-1 to one today with uh, you know empty net goals late, things like that. But, again, 1-1 game in the second period, and Minnesota just a little bit better. Yeah, and let's get you up to date on some of the other leagues. Uh, NCHC, St. Cloud State at Miami one Friday night. Uh, they're playing today. Uh, the Huskies, uh, Josh Wheeler, big St. Cloud State guy big, with big, the big round of applause there. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, but they, they got the win and go for the sweep in Oxford today. Yeah, and that's it. You know, that Miami team is frankly just a mess. They just have not gotten anything going this season. Um, Huskies are staying right in the fight, and they are right in that kind of danger zone. You talk about the pairwise. You want to be about 13th to, to feel really confident, really solid about where you are. Huskies are sitting in that 14-15 range on the bubble, so they're going to need to make a move up to kind of solidify their position if they want to be playing last weekend of March in the regional. And I made a gigantic mistake last Saturday, and I'll never do it again, and that's uh, I kind of forgot a little bit because we got into other topics. The CCHA and, of course, St. Thomas, uh, and, and they're down there playing in that fabulous new building in Sioux Falls against Augustana. Uh, I, I, I've, I've checked it out from afar. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be in Sioux Falls next weekend and I'm going to swing by that building and see if I can go in and peek around. It sounds like a great place. I mean, they've done it right. And, you know, I asked Rico Blasi, the coach at St. Thomas this week, I said, are you kind of going to school a little bit when you visit a new building like this with what you want to do with your building? He said, you know, their building plans are pretty well cut and dried. You know, we're waiting for them to put shovels in the ground. And, man, if there was ever a winter where you could get construction going early, it seems like this yeah. would be it. But we're looking forward to that. Here's where it gets really interesting in the CCHA. The odds are St. Thomas is in the driver's seat to win the conference title. Now, in a normal world, that would put them in the NCAA tournament, but they're still in that five-year probationary period wow. from the NCAA where they can't necessarily play in the NCAA tournament yet. Now, I wonder if folks at St. Thomas are going to be on the phone saying, hey, you've got to let us in. You've got to let us play. We're good enough to get there, let us play in the league. If not, the second-place team would get the automatic bid, and that would probably be Minnesota State Mankato at this point. And but we're all pretty used to seeing the Mavericks play in the NCAA tournament. So, uh, you know, same old, same old there, I guess. Yeah, and a little fly in the ointment for the Tommies. They got beat by the Vikings in Sioux Falls 4-2. Uh, to two. And uh, the same two teams uh, go at it tonight in Sioux Falls. Now, Jess, do you have on your plans, and I, I know you're busy, are you going to try to get to Sioux Falls and check out the new building this season? I am really hoping to get there. You know, maybe at the earliest I would get there was the regional round because there's a regional yeah, this year. So I could potentially get there then. And, hey, I apologize for the noise in the background. We are at the rink live after all. So, uh, so you know, it's, it's a noisy, uh, it's a buzzing, buzzing place right now. But, yeah, I'm hoping to get there 
possibly for the regional round. Although the way things are shaking out right now, a lot of folks saying the Gophers move could possibly go out east, play in a place like Springfield, Massachusetts, or even Providence, Rhode Island. So uh, lots to come, lots to change between now and then. All right, Jess, uh, I know you're busy. We caught you between periods at 3M Arena at Mariucci. Once again, Gophers up 2-0 in that one. And uh, next door at Ritter Arena, I don't know if we have a final yet. Minnesota 5-1 and... final. Gophers won that one. All right, 5-1 to one Gophers win it. Sweep the weekend series over St. Cloud State. Um, I don't know if Josh has a sound effect for that, however. Oh, that's that's got to be like the sad trombone for Josh, what you think? Yeah, that's, that's a tough yeah. One. yeah. I, for hey, for some reason, hey, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that ready to go. All right, Jazz, good to visit with you. The Huskies program is on the rise. Be proud. Don't uh, don't get too down. Yeah, no doubt. The men's uh, program certainly has a shot. Yeah, all right. I like there it. you go. I like it. All right, Jazz. Thanks. Anytime. Talk talk to you soon. There he is, Jess Myers from the Rink Live. He's at 3M Arena at Mariucci.